Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary. It's a Fights in Football Friday. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in today. You can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email the show, Diary at yahoo.com. Coming up on the program today, it's all about the fights in the football. We preview UFC 295 as well as the upcoming week in the National Football League. Um, you will notice, I think the camera is going a little crazy today. Uh, we do have a lot of natural light in here. Your boy needed some sunshine today, so that's why it looks a little bit different. But um, as always, if you're watching this video, like and subscribe. If you are listening in podcast form, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. Um, I'm having a blast so far with HN Live doing... Um, doing the Rocky Mountain Classic. That has been so much fun. Um, so today, again, this one isn't as in-depth of a breakdown as we normally do. It's just been a lot of prepping for um, the U15 hockey over the last little bit. So um, still going to break down each and every game and uh, the key fights for UFC 295. That's what's on the agenda today. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Let's get to it. All right, let's start in the NFL, and we start with the early game out in Germany. It is the Indianapolis Colts taking on the New England Patriots. Colts favored by a point and a half, the total in this one, 43 and a half. Indianapolis, to me, just feels like the better football team. Like, this is a surprising line to me, um, to be perfectly honest with you. This is a team that has come up with a few quality wins, and New England, aside from the game against Buffalo, just is consistently disappointing. The Patriots just lost by three to Washington. Indy, I think, is quite a bit better than that. So, um, while well, I don't think of Indy as a top-tier team or anything of that nature, this is still a decent football team. The Patriots aren't. So, this is a pick I'm clicking. I'm going Indy, minus one and a half. San Francisco taking on Jacksonville. The 49ers favored by two and a half points, with the total sitting at 45 and a half. Um, I think this is where it has fallen a bit too far on San Francisco. They've lost three in a row for sure. They make a big trade. They're coming out of the bye. This is going to be a team that is prepared. This is a team that gets Debo Samuel back. Um, I think that they are going to try to make a statement here against Jacksonville. Jags are a good football team, but I think we're mistaking them for a great football team in this spot. I think San Francisco really does take it to them here. So I'm going 49ers minus two and a half. Um, and that is another pick that I'm clicking. Tennessee taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks favored by a point and a half with the total sitting at 39 and a half. This is like a, it's a really, really close one. I'm Tampa Bay's our team. We, we, we are the official podcast of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or something like that. They're the official team for us um, because they've actually paid off on, uh, like we did the, the win check in the other day. Um, they've actually paid off um, or are going to pay off for us. But I kind of like Tennessee in this spot. Um, I think Will Levis has turned into a, a viable quarterback and this offense actually has a bit of a dynamic nature to it. So I think they come up with a pretty big win here. Um, I, I would take them straight up, but we're just going to go Tennessee plus a point and a half. Cleveland taking on the Baltimore Ravens. This Ravens team has figured it out. They are six-point favorites. The total is at 38.5. I think this team has figured it out. Um, the last couple of weeks, they have just dummied teams. I think there is a comfort level with a new offensive coordinator and play caller. I think there is a comfort level with Lamar Jackson and the weapons that he has around him. So I think this is a Baltimore team that is going to come up with a big performance here. I think Baltimore reminds everyone that they are the toast of the AFC North and they get us one step closer to that over 10 and a half 
to improve to eight and two. I think they win this one quite handily. I'm going Baltimore minus six. Houston taking on Cincinnati. The Bengals are a team that is all the way back while the Houston Texans have had their fun, but I do think they're starting to get figured out a little bit. Um, and I think this is a spot where that is really going to show. I think Cincinnati comes up with a dominant performance here. Um, and with just another like, okay, the Bengals are back. I think there's going to be some talk actually after this week. Like, are the Bengals the favorite in the AFC? I think we're going to see some of that. I'm going Bengals minus six and a half. New Orleans taking on Minnesota. The Saints are two and a half point favorites. The total is at 40 and a half. I like the Saints in this spot. Um, Minnesota getting a lot of good vibes last week with the, the Josh Dobbs performance. He's probably going to know everyone's name this week. But we saw this in Arizona, right? Like, came in, vibes were great. They battled a little bit. And then over time it started to get exposed and it started to get exposed and it started to get exposed. And I feel like I'm raining on the parade here, but this New Orleans defense, I think is going to absolutely shut this down for, for Minnesota. I think New Orleans comes away with a win in this spot. I'm clicking on New Orleans minus two and a half. Green Bay taking on Pittsburgh. The Steelers are three and a half point favorites. The totals are 37 and a half. I just don't know what Green Bay's offense is going to do against this Pittsburgh defense. And like, I, you guys know, I am not big on the Steelers this year at all. But I think they get a win in this spot, specifically based on what their defense is going to do against Green Bay. I, I just, Jordan Love has not given me confidence that he can go up against a top-tier defense like the Pittsburgh Steelers have and come away with a W. So I, I think that this is just an absolute ass-kicking by the Steelers' uh, defense. I think they shut them down. The under is absolutely in play, but we're going Steelers minus three and a half. Interesting one next. It's Arizona taking on Atlanta. The Falcons are one-point favorites. The total is at 43 and a half. Um, if Kyler Murray wasn't coming into this game, Atlanta would be probably getting quite a few points, or be giving up quite a few points in this. Instead, it's only at minus one because of the unknown around Kyler. But I, I think one thing that we're forgetting is the rest of that team sucks too. It wasn't just, they, they were getting kind of best case scenario out of the quarterbacks that they were getting. Um, that This is just a bad football team. Atlanta with Heineke at quarterback, they still have the issues with Arthur Smith and his batshit crazy play calling. But they're just a better team than Arizona. Um... Not to the point where I'm going to trust it to click on it, but I think you're getting value with a few extra points here with Atlanta. So I'm going Falcons minus one. Um, Detroit taking on the LA Chargers. Detroit, one and a half point favorites over under at 48 and a half. I can't believe I'm doing this because it is a team that I, like, it's just, it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's a team at the beginning of the season that I had a lot of faith in against a team at the beginning of the season. I had no faith in and I have to go against it because Detroit is just a better team right now. Now, Detroit struggles against high-quality opponents. That's not the Chargers. The world that I saw the Chargers living in this year would mean that their offense would be able to take advantage of every hole that this Detroit defense still 100% has. But they just aren't moving the football and attacking with the aggression that we thought they would this season. And because of that... I just can't take them seriously in this spot. I think the Chargers lose this game. And that, quite frankly, should be an eye-opener for um, LA. I think this should be the week that Staley goes um, after a loss here against Detroit. I am going Lions, minus one and a half. Cowboys against the Giants, there isn't a lot to, to go with on this one. So we're just going to say, I'm taking Dallas, minus 16 and a half. That tells you all you need to know about this matchup. Washington against Seattle. The Seahawks favored by six and a half points. The over-under is at 45 and a half. Seattle uh, coming off of a really bad performance against Baltimore. I think they're going to try to bounce back here, but we, we saw there are some real flaws in this offense. The issue, Washington is not a team that can take advantage of that. They have clearly laid out their direction going forward. Um, this is, a uh, again, 
bad football team. So Seattle, I think, wins this one by a couple of touchdowns. I will take Seattle minus six and a half. And then we get to Sunday night. It is Vegas taking on the New York Jets. Jets favored by a point and a half. The total's at 37. I get, for the first time in a while, vibes are high around the Raiders. Uh, new coach coming in. The practice squad kids get to hang out on the sideline. All that jazz. Um, this team still sucks, man. Like, they beat the shit out of the Giants, who suck. The Jets, I don't think are that great, but they are so much better than the Vegas Raiders are. I think this is going to be... It's not going to be a beatdown because the Jets' offense is not capable of that, but they are certainly going to win by more than a point and a half. Um, so, like, I just... I don't know what the Raiders' offense does against this Jets' defense. So, uh, yeah, Jets minus one and a half is a, a pretty easy one for me to take there. So, those are your picks and the breakdown for Week 9 in the National Football League. Let's now get into some fight talk. All right, it is UFC 295 this weekend from the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. In the main event, Yuri Prohachka taking on Alex Pereira for the UFC's vacant light heavyweight championship. The co-main event sees Sergei Pavlovich taking on Tom Aspinall for the interim heavyweight championship. Let's break it down here. We will start with the main event. Um, Alex Pereira taking on Yuri Prohachka. Pereira is a slight favorite at minus 125, and I think that's justified. Uh, Prohachka, we said earlier this week, he is fighting for a championship that he never lost, but he also hasn't fought in a very long time. Pereira has been on this meteoric rise, and he is now at a weight class that suits him well. He is going to be more comfortable in this bout than he was in his last fight, where he looked pretty impressive. I just think it's a long layoff for Prohachka. I, I think Pereira is kind of the more talented fighter anyway. Um, I think that this is going to be about where Pereira kind of controls where this fight is able to go, given his kickboxing acumen. I think that because of that, he controls this fight, and he ends up coming away with a win. I have Pereira winning the UFC's 205-pound championship, one of the marquee titles of this promotion over the last 30 years, and I think he gets it done with a victory here over Yuri Prohachka. In the co-main event, the heavyweight title on the line, um, it is Tom Aspinall, a slight favorite at minus 115. Um, he had kind of this meteoric rise, and then it was stopped, and now it's it's back up again, um, going up against Pavlovich, who has just kind of been, it's a, a steady rise the whole way. I think if there's booze in the crowd, Pavlovich is absolutely doing his job, but I think Tom Aspinall, come, uh, Aspinall comes out, and I, I think he kind of blasts Pavlovich. I don't have this fight going 25 minutes. Um, if it does, I think it favors Pavlovich. I think the longer this fight goes, the more it favors Pavlovich, but I, I am, I, I'm going to go with Aspinall here. I think that Aspinall gets it done um, and will retain the heavyweight championship of, or not retain, he will win the interim heavyweight championship of the world. A couple other fights that uh, I'm looking at on this card. Um, Jessica Andrade taking on Mackenzie Dern. Dern is a minus 200 favorite. I do think there is some underdog value there for Jessica Andrade. Um, if the if the Jessica Andrade of old shows up, then she absolutely just blasts right through Mackenzie Dern. Um, I don't think Dern is at that level yet. Um, but Dern has started to get there, and Andrade has started to, to fall off a little bit. So there, there is this thought that these are, are two ships passing in the night. But I, I think I think Andrade has just been a victim of 
just trying to jam too many fights in at once. Um, I think that she is still strong enough that she can keep this fight away from the ground area where Mackenzie Dern really thrives. If it gets down to the ground, I do think Dern will be able to pick up a submission. So I think the value there, I don't see Dern outpointing Andrade. So I think the value in this fight is taking Mackenzie Dern to win by finish. Um, so just that, that that would be where I would go if you want to go Dern, but I, I'm not going to click on this one, but my official pick is going to be Jessica Andrade. I, I think that she is strong enough and talented enough to avoid that ground game situation. And th this will be it. Th this is the, the last time I am, I am planting my flag that Jessica Andrade is still someone who can fight in the upper echelon um, in women's MMA. And Matt Frivola taking on Benoit St. Denis. Uh, our boy Frivola is a plus 190 uh, underdog right now. And like I said, this is someone who has been building toward this moment. He has all the momentum. He's running a, a three fight winning streak. It's in New York. Now, uh, Benoit St. Denis, quite talented as well. I just, th this one, this isn't a technical analysis one. It's just a feel one. I just feel like this is now the role for Frivola. I think he comes up with a massive win here at MSG. So I like Frivola at plus 190. Uh, so, Bit of a quicker breakdown today, but like we said, it's been a busy week getting ready for the Rocky Mountain Classic, so uh, apologies it's not as in-depth as it could be, but that is your fight breakdown for UFC 295. It's a big one. Let's get to today's ticket. All right, um, so because it is a Friday... Let's get into today's ticket. Uh, we will start with the Phoenix Suns minus three against the LA Lakers. Um, LA just got blown up the other night by Houston, while Phoenix, their offense is starting to come together. I, I think they're going to give the Lakers some real problems here. I think Phoenix um, takes this one minus three. Dallas taking on the LA Clippers. The Clippers just had a rough night against the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Dallas didn't look phenomenal against Toronto, but I, I think that they still have what it takes to give the, this Clippers team some real problems. So I like Dallas minus one and a half. And we go to the NHL where the New Jersey Devils are just better than Washington. So I'm taking the Devils minus one and a half against Washington. Three fights on our card on Saturday. Um, Alex Pereira to win minus 120 over Yuri Prohachka. Uh, I am going with the steamroller Matt Frivola plus 190 against Benoit Saint-Denis and Tom Aspinall minus 115 over Sergei Pavlovich. And on Sunday, the three games that we said we clicked on, it is uh, Indy minus one and a half against New England, San Francisco minus two and a half against Jacksonville, and New Orleans minus two and a half against Minnesota. That is today's ticket. And that's today's show. Thank you all so much for putting up the weird glitchy video that's been popping up. Um, you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk, and you can email this show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Um... That's going to do it for the week. Again, you can find me all weekend long over at um, HN Live. We are doing the Rocky Mountain Classic into the bracket portion now. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so check us out on uh, the professional streaming site. Also, I'm on Game Over Calgary this weekend. It's a head-to-head -head with the Ottawa Senators. Uh, so I believe it's myself and Charlie going to be on that one. A lot going on in Ottawa. We're going to talk about all of that coming up on Saturday. So that's what's coming up with me. Thank you all so much. And uh, yeah, I will talk to you all later. Later.